0: Hello, welcome to the Inspirante Education Podcast, where we discuss different topics pertaining to education and career goals, including interviews of different people and discussions about different events occurring in the world today. My name is Ada Samwa. I am one of the co-founders and co-presidents of Inspirante Education. I am 16 years old and am a rising junior from Lindbergh High School. I have a strong passion for business, computer science and design. I'm a part of Limburg's business club, DECA, and I'm also a part of the Lindbergh water blow team as well. I enjoy giving back to my community as I help help start multiple nonprofits, and I also volunteer through Boy Scouts as well. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Inspironity Podcast. Today, uh, I am here from a company whose mission is to improve the health and happiness of the world. It's a very unique mission and something relevant today more than ever. The pandemic has forced us to deal with difficult feelings difficult emotions and new difficult situations which subsequently has kicked up anxiety and stress levels we all are living under the constant stress of this pandemic along with other things in our lives and need a healthy coping mechanism for this the answer to this is self-care self-care is helping yourself stay calm focused relaxed and healthy by doing a variety of exercises in today's discussions we will learn about some healthy outlets for children and youth and how to practice mindfulness, which needs to become a habit for a healthy lifestyle. I am excited to have joined me, Miss Alice Nathu and Miss Samantha Snowden with us today from Headspace. Headspace is an online company that helps its users deal with anxiety and stress through guided meditations, animations, articles, and videos, all in its unique Headspace style. Ms. Nathu is the head has the social impact at Headspace and Miss Snowden is a mindfulness teacher and they work very closely to develop mindfulness content for youth. Welcome Miss Nathu and welcome Miss Snowden.
1: Thank you. It's great Thanks to be very here. Thank you much. Lovely to be here.
0: How has your pandemic experience been like for the past year?
2: <laughs> Interesting. Alice, you want to take that? <laughs> I think for all of us it's been interesting hasn't it I mean yeah. it's been everything it's been a roller coaster it's been a period of reflection it's been a period of all us living on top of each other I'm a mother I'm you know I've, I've been a working mother you know for the whole of my children's lives and they're eight and four so there's some things that are wonderful about it we've spent a lot of time as a family together um but you know
1: yeah it's it's been a journey what about for you Sam? Yeah, I've been living with a lot of family members. Uh, We had my siblings, my husband, my mom all under the same roof. And um, I'm in one of the rooms that we converted into a home office just because we all were working from home. Um, But it's been, I'd have to say the silver lining was just all of us being together. And we usually live in all different corners of the world. And so to be together for this extended period of time was actually really healing and, and, and just a great bonding experience. Um, but I definitely miss my friends and just feeling that natural, you know, giving into that natural urge or instinct to show up at someone's house or like do something spontaneous, like go on a camping trip. Um, I'm, I'm really a huge novelty seeker. So to have the kind of novelty shut down for this time period has been kind of rough, but I'm so grateful that it's starting back up again.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a silver lining, like you said, uh, that time to spend with your family. A lot of people have been able to like slow down their lives a little bit and see like, oh, who are the people around them? Because a lot of us got caught up in what we were doing. It's nice that it's kind of sad that a pandemic had to slow us down to value the people who are around us. Yeah, so, it's
2: true. I don't know about you. It's given me a greater appreciation yeah, for a definitely. Lot of things in life. And, you know, that first time you have a hug with someone again is special and you really appreciate the hugs again.
0: Yeah, the whole contact thing it, at first is a bit weird, but then you, you realize how much you missed it. So I want to dive right into the podcast. Some questions today. So, my first question is How would you define mental well being for students? Why is it important for us to be aware of it? And what are the, some of the signs that we need to watch for?
1: Yeah, this is a, a great question, or series of questions. So when I think of mental well-being, or someone who's who has, uh, who, who, who you would ask, and they would say, yeah, I feel balanced, I feel I feel okay, I think of that word balance, right? It's like being able to keep some semblance of resilience intact, which really requires us to notice when we're Starting to get outside of that zone of resilience and to catch it before it gets out of control. Um, so a meditation practice or just being mindful or developing your mindful capacity helps you to recognize when, for example, you're like a three out of 10 in your frustration or your overwhelm instead of catching it when you're at a nine out of 10, and then it feels completely, you know, unmanageable. So it's mental health is really about to me about this resilience, the ability to bounce back. And then when you think about the building blocks of resilience, one of, one of them is an important one is being able to recognize when you need um, a break or even being able to articulate what you need. Like, do I need rest? Do I need social time? Do I need water? Um, what is it that I need before it gets out of control?
0: What yeah. are some ways that we can, um, a lot of people I know they get caught up in what they're doing and don't really spend some time to recognize what they need. What are some helpful tips that you have for people who need to slow down more and should really start seeing what they need in life? mentally? Yeah,
1: so you just nailed it. You said slow down, right? So (laughs) how do we slow down? Um, You know, for one thing, you can just take a breath, you know, before you start something, before you read your emails, you just close your eyes and you know, just take a slow breath because that will slow down your nervous system. And it's um, very quick, right? You don't have to meditate for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, Um, but you can also slow down your steps. You know, you can choose a spot um, or a route that you take every day, like from your bedroom to the front door and you make those steps slower so that you're really bringing your attention into the sensations in your legs and your feet. And so, just slowing down your body will help slow down your mind. And that's really key to getting a clear picture of what you need. Because if we ask ourselves, what do I need in the moment of stress? It's like a jumbled mess, right? We don't, how can we get any clarity or any kind of answer in that state? Um, so, yeah, so finding ways to slow down and be present that really work with you, work for you, resonate with you. Um, I, a lot of the time will do like a gratitude walk. I like to walk and run a lot. So I'll do like a gratitude run or gratitude walk and I'll slow down just to notice, um, the senses, my sensations around me. And then at the end of that walk or, or run, I'll sit for a moment and go, what is, how am I feeling? And what am I needing in this moment? What's the next best step? So you don't have to figure out what you need in totality to make your life perfect. You just ask yourself what's one thing that would really help me in this moment to break it breaking it down into mm-hmm. smaller smaller steps yeah this
2: is why i love working with sam because she always has amazing sort of tips and techniques <laughs> i think at headspace one of the things we talk about is being kind to your mind you know and it, it's just bringing that kindness to yourself that you would bring to a friend uh, you know especially after the year we've all had and My heart goes out to young people, particularly, you know, just when your world should be expanding and you know, should be leaving the nest and discovering, you know, making new discoveries, the world was closing down. So I think being kind to yourselves in the situation and just taking that moment for yourself. And as Sam said, that can be anything. That can be going for a walk, taking, you know, having a glass of water writing gratitude journaling meditating there's so many tools in the toolbox it's just about taking that moment for yourself
0: yeah i really agree with that because i feel like people are always trying to speed up their life like oh how can i get more work done in a day like what are some time-saving techniques but when they realize that that this speeding up is not going to help you in the long run it's actually going to make you slower in certain aspects so i feel like that's really useful
1: When you said that, I just thought about you know when you're watching a lecture. I don't know if you've ever done this, but you can speed up the um, the rate of speaking so that they're going at two times the speed. Have you ever done that
0: Uh, just to get through
1: the lecture faster?
0: Yeah, I I'm guilty of that. I do that every time.
1: (laughs) But when you do it, if you stop and actually pay attention to what it feels like, you you can feel the rush in your body. You know, you can feel your heart rate increasing and your face getting hotter, you know, these signs that, you know, even though you're trying to be more efficient, you might be creating more stress in your body. So I found that really fascinating when I discovered that you could alter the speed of these <laughs> lectures. And I'm also guilty of that. I've definitely done it before.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people here to like, how can I get through this this as quickly as possible and technology is making not ma- is making it so much easier to for you to save time like this all right i see this how about i just read the transcript or how about i just like go to time speed as you said so i feel like slowing down is very key for people all over um my next question is for miss nathu what's your mission as head social uh, head of social impact for headspace and what headspace offerings should we know about which can help children and youth
2: Well, as you said so eloquently in the introduction, our mission is to improve the health and happiness of the world. And our social impact mission is to introduce these tools of mindfulness and meditation early on in life as a preventative measure. So we do that kind of two ways. We do it through schools. So if there's any educators listening, know that you can get Headspace for free. sign up at headspace.com forward slash educators for the little plug but we also know that a lot of young people are spending a lot of time on social media so we try and meet where the, meet you where you are and we do that with on all sorts of platforms so last year on snapchat we created a mini version of headspace so there's meditations and you can meditate with a friend or on your own you can share a supportive sticker um, so that's in the Games Draw. We are doing some great stuff on TikTok, the social media team. We did a live meditation last week for Mental Health Awareness Month. And yeah, so follow us there. I mean, if you have Netflix, we had an amazing show. We actually are soon going to have three shows. We had the Headspace Guide to Meditation. There's a guide to sleep if you have difficulty sleeping which I imagine if you're stressed over exams and life and everything um, that can happen to all of us and now there's going to be an interactive guide launching on June 15th as well so check those out.
0: Headspace seems like to be doing a lot of things to reach out to the public do you guys what's your personal experience use do you guys use Headspace personally as well a lot because a lot a lot of these things might build a lot of pressure on you as well doing like (laughs) multiple netflix shows making all these things on TikTok (laughs) and snapchat and that stuff
2: that's a very good question i know i wonder sometimes when people join headspace what they imagine it's going to be like that we're all sitting there (laughs) meditating all day we're not but we do have uh, meditations as a team at 10 o'clock every day that is just drop in anyone can join and yeah, I mean, we, have, we use the product because anything you're working on, uh, you need to use it. Um, and now, I mean, Sam is one of our wonderful new teachers. We have another new teacher, Dora, um, whose uh, background is in breathing, and Kasonga, who used to be a um, psychotherapist, and Eve, our wonderful female voice. So uh, yeah, so many teachers on there. So there's sort of something for everyone.
0: Yeah, it's nice. Uh my next question is back to Smith Snowden, Sam. Uh speaking on behalf of high schoolers, I can share that the majority of us. Uh like I said before, have overstuffed schedules. We're always trying to cram things in like like, oh we have a 15 minute break here. Let me throw in some that's some extra homework time for me to study or something like that. I mean, we also have high academic pressures tied with these high stakes testing, especially with tests like the SAT and ACT and AP exams. And in addition to everything being online. Are there some healthy healthy outlets we should practice? What are some tips you can share which will help us work through anxiety and stress?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. As you were talking, I was just thinking back to the stress I felt as a high schooler my last year, my senior year, and how I was doing so many things like taking college courses and trying to finish my credits at the high school. And, you know, I, I didn't really have all these tools that I have now, so it would have been really helpful. But um. I think it's really important. One thing that comes to mind is just to remember how changing up the scenery can help you. Like if you've been inside all day, just going outside, maybe closing your eyes and listening to different sounds for you know like set a timer for one or two minutes or use the app or you know whatever you whatever you feel called to use, but to really just touch to kind of make contact with your senses. And that might mean taking like a cold or a really hot shower or, um, cooking, you know, doing something with your hands, but really changing it up so that you, you kind of get yourself out of that mode of, um, you know, of stress, or, you know, this, this, all these, all this drive to like, get things done. So again, it kind of comes back to slowing down and being more present. Um, Yeah, so I think that's really important. And also remembering the benefits of regular meditation. I always talk about how (laughs) all these other things you can do besides meditation, but I often forget to say that the steadiness of a meditation practice where you just take, you know, you can start with two minutes, you can start with five minutes, but to do a little bit every day um, really allows over time, allows your brain to develop this greater capacity to focus to, um, to self-regulate, to, to handle difficult emotions, to, to be able to reframe negative thoughts. Um, So it gives you this concentrated time to develop these really, really important skills. So finding a way to really make a commitment to that is, is really helpful.
0: You said yourself that you're a very busy student. Uh, Did, did, do you try meditation while you're in this busy time frame? And if you didn't, do you think that it would have helped a lot?
1: You know what's funny? I discovered met someone taught me meditation when I was 16. And um, I started reading books on Buddhism and I started practicing meditation. And I found it so extremely helpful because it was the first time in my life that I had ever felt like I had some control over my mind. I had some ability to like change what I was thinking or change my focus on purpose instead of having my mind hijacked by all this stress. So, yeah, I discovered it early, you know, earlier than most people, and it was extremely helpful. And then when I got to college, I just started practicing with UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center. And I trained there eventually uh, when I was in my 20s. So, yeah, it's been with me my whole life, and it's been incredibly um to say it's helpful is a huge understatement. I would say it's a it was a game changer for my life.
0: What are some of the effects like how do you how would one go about convincing someone someone to try? these meditation practices because a lot of people here there are a lot of people are not just here but all all over the world are very stubborn in their ways they're like (laughs) i don't need meditation because when you say when you first bring a mental health they're like i'm fine i don't need any of this how how would you go about telling someone that it's helpful without making them seem like you're not mentally okay or something like that
1: yeah yeah well i'd say first just meet them where they are so um you know, it. I really believe that people need guidance. A lot of people, or most people, need guidance when they're starting a meditation practice because it's when you first sit down to meditate, you're a lot of people are confronted with the busyness of their mind. So it's like, however many years you've been alive, suddenly you're confronted with the busyness that's accumulated um, in a lifetime. And if you don't have any guidance or you don't know what to do with all that, you want to give up. That's like the most natural thing to wanna to do is why am I sitting here thinking and feeling worse than I did when I started? So it's important to have the fundamentals and you know, Headspace is one app and one choice and, that gives you these steps and takes you and holds your hand through the process so that you really understand what we're doing, what the point of the whole meditation is. Um, but if you do have someone that you wanna to encourage to meditate or practice with you, you can really just start, like I said before, with your senses, start with your five senses. Like let's close our eyes and smell. What do we smell? What can we taste? What do we hear when we close our eyes and what around us can we see or do we notice? And that sometimes gives people this experience of presence and shows them what it's like to, to have a little break from you know thoughts about what, what they have to do later or rumination about the past. And it gives them this this present moment experience that might motivate them to continue.
0: Oh, uh, What would you say makes Headspace unique for, in the mental health market from other uh, meditation apps? Because I've per- personally, what I've seen from Headspace is that you guys have been like, you guys like go out and you guys look to help people? Because most of the marketing I've seen done by these meditation apps, it's always Headspace. Like the Netflix the Netflix show, whenever I scroll through, I'm like, whenever I see the how to meditate, I'm like, maybe I should slow down a little bit. I would, what are some uh, unique aspects of Headspace that you guys would say would make you different than your competitors? I well, Oh, go ahead. Uh, go
1: on, yeah. no, go
0: on. <laughs>
2: I, mean, I mean, it's funny because I've, worked with Rich and Andy, the co-founders, you know, since they started it 10 years ago. But Sam,
1: maybe you should share your perspective first and then I'll share mine. Well, I've seen a lot of apps. I've seen a lot of approaches to mindfulness. I think, I mean, I was drawn to Headspace really early on. I was like, this is the real deal. What I meant by that was like, they, the the app wants to give you the tools so that you have a lifelong practice so that it's a sustainable way for you to integrate this insight that you develop and the wisdom that you develop into your life. And it's not a quick fix, Though we do have some some content that helps you in the moment of a crisis um, called the SOS. They're the SOSs, which I think are really valuable. Um, But the focus is on developing a sustainable long-term practice and tools that will help you throughout your life and not just make you feel calm or put a bandaid over what's going on in your life, but help you look at it and change a relationship to your, to your mind. So like you said, Alice, it's kinder and more open and more curious and less judgmental. And that takes practice because if you've spent many years being very self-critical and really judgmental, it's going to take some time to unlearn those habits. And I think that's what Headspace is focused on this, this kind of Transformation, not just a quick fix.
2: Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I think when you know when Rich and Andy set up the company, I think to be honest, Rich and Andy never really wanted it. You know, he always wanted as many people as possible to experience the benefits that he'd experienced. Um, I think he was a bit dubious to start off with at the idea of an app, you know, but um, you know, it was a great way to reach many people and when we started 11 years ago you know it was still it was quite a out there thing you know it was either considered very hippie or maybe on the mindfulness side quite sort of clinical um and i that's it was quite intentional the way we set up the you know the look and feel of headspace to be very accessible you know to make it not scary and this could be something for you and you didn't have to go off onto a mountain top uh you know to a retreat necessarily this was something that you could do in a few minutes in the day on with your phone so um it that sort of simplifying complexity idea has always been at the core of headspace as well as you know obviously backed by the fact that andy was a buddhist monk for 10 years so it's passes, passing on the teachings and then thirdly the fact we're you know the most science-backed meditation app as well so we have over I if i get this right 27 published studies might be even more certainly more in motion as well um, which prove its efficacy for stress reduction anxiety um, and yeah building resilience so it's that's that's something that's at the core of it as well
0: yeah as you said headspace has been here for 11 years so now i'm like more of a business oriented person and myself (laughs) so i'm just curious about this on my own uh, what were some of the biggest challenges you guys faced with Headspace? And what were some of the things you did which reaped the biggest rewards with Headspace?
2: Gosh, well, I suppose, I mean, I should clarify, I haven't worked, I didn't, anyway, I've worked at Headspace for the last six years, so I'm not sure I can comment on the whole history. But I think any company that goes through Um, you go through an evolution, you know, it started off with Rich Nandy and a couple of people in a room in London, you know, we're now 400 odd people. Um, so I'd say, I don't know, I, I can't pick out anything in particular. I think just naturally, like, as you run a company that has evolved over that period of time and also the, you know, the world has changed in the last 10 years and, you know, we now find ourselves. Thankfully, in in a really different place, and I like to see think that Headspace played a role in really sort of bringing you know the idea of looking after your mind into the mainstream, and it's it, it's quite you know I, I think it's a wonderful thing now to see this really becoming something that has entered into you know. That there are public persona. you know, there are people talking about it more openly. We're breaking down some of the taboos, and there's some really great solutions out there. And I think we're all starting, you know, hopefully on that road to understanding that looking after your mental health is as, as important as
1: looking after your physical health.
0: That was, that was I can say, as,
1: yeah, I was gonna say, as a teacher, my what what I want to do all the time is like reach out through the phone and like gather all the people listening at once (laughs) I just like I I'm always thinking about and I love working with Alice too because we have done a lot of like um webinars and things like that where where there is this sense of community albeit for a temporary amount of time but we get to hear from people and hear their experience and interact with them and um you know that's one of my favorite parts of this position is that the the community that Headspace is building through the people that are using it and getting to hear their stories.
2: Yeah, that's a really great point, actually. And a, another good tip is to get an accountability buddy. Um, it, you know, that can be a really good way to both sort of help yourself. You know, because it can be hard to establish a new routine, and it helps you sort of stay accountable um to each other and in fact i'll I, I can share the link but yes theory if you know their podcast their youtube channel they just launched a mindfulness challenge 100 days of meditation um so if you go to their youtube channel you can check out their story about you know trying meditation and then they encourage everyone else their all their followers to join um the 100 days of meditation so if, you, if you're interested, now is a good time to do that.
0: We'll definitely link that. So you can find that in our YouTube channel description. You can find that link there and definitely go try that out. It's, I, I've seen what they do and I've personally seen the benefits of meditation and I've seen how beneficial it really is for some people. All right. So now that we've learned about some good tips to practice mindfulness, how can we make this part of our lifestyle? and how much of a time investment is it? What would be a good start for students?
1: Yeah, so I think first remembering that mindfulness is a capacity we all have, right? It's not something we're trying to get or, you know, um, that's, that's outside of us. It's it's something that we make space to cultivate, right? We make space for. so. However, you can make space in your life to spend some time to relate to what's going on with inside of you with more kindness, more compassion, um, with a sense of openness, right? That when you sit down to meditate, you're just watching thoughts go by. You're, you might note them, which is helpful, like thinking or planning or anxiety or whatever it is, but to realize that every time you sit down to do that for whatever amount of time that you're filling your tank, you're giving yourself, um, you're training yourself to be more resilient and you're giving yourself, um, you're developing a better relationship with your thoughts and feelings. So it's helpful to remember that so that you don't put more pressure on yourself to do like 20 minutes a day or, you know, and then if you miss a day, you start to think like, oh, forget it. It's, it's, I can't pick up where I was. Um, It's always there for you. And if nothing else, you have your breath right? Your breath is always there. So you can take a moment, you can close your eyes and you can just feel the sensation of your breathing in your abdomen or your chest or your nose. And um, and so to remember that, that it's always available or sounds, those are the two common anchors we, we use are sounds and breath, um, because there's always, there's always something there to pay attention to. Um, and then like Alice was saying to have an accountability buddy or to start to launch like a 30 day challenge. I've done this before with friends or people that are interested and, um, you can do it. I, we used WhatsApp because people were from different parts of the world, but just sending a text saying, you know, check, I did it for today, or maybe a line, something you noticed during the meditation, but having that community really sustains you and gives you that motivation when, when you're losing it. So. Those are some of the recommendations I'd make.
0: Does Does Headspace do this thing where you guys have Do you guys have a community thing on Headspace where you there like a group of meditation can check each other or is it like people reach out with their own friends and start their own groups?
1: Do you Alice, do we have anything like that? I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, we do have. Um, we have a. Um, whole part of the company is dedicated to companies. So how they can introduce mindfulness in the workplace. And I know that they do a meditation challenges that people can take part in where colleagues can support each other in the practice. And yeah, we use our sort of 10 a.m. meditation time as sort of you know helping encourage each other to keep up the practice.
0: Okay. And then, so thank you for the chat, um, Alice and Sam. Uh, I've I've had a great time listening to your answers, and I feel like a lot of people will benefit from this. Uh, do you think is there anything I missed? Some final advice or tips for high schoolers or even middle schoolers or college students who are going through this currently in this rough week of finals, but just like undertaking stress from things going on there in their life.
1: I I recently um, heard this TED talk, and I'm forgetting the woman's name, but it was such an important message that I think is worth repeating, which was to reframe the stress you have in your life. So if you have stress in your life, it's because you have meaning in your life, right? Like you care about your studies, you care about success, you care about your friends and your family. And these can sometimes be sources of stress, but the stress and the anxiety we feel sometimes energizes us. It actually keeps us awake so that we can pay attention and and get things done. So, and her, this woman's research found that the way we frame our stress makes a big impact on how our body uh, interprets it. So it's, it's much better for our health if we can remember that stress is a part of our life, not something to get rid of. And it's, um, it's part of our lives because we have meaning and because we have things we care about.
0: All right, well, that's it for me. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast. I had a great time talking to you both. Um, anyone who's listening right now, go check out your app, Headspace. Uh, it's a meditation app, and it really helps a lot of people. And thank you guys so much for joining me once again.
1: Thank, thank you,
0: you very much for having a Great us. question. Yeah. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Follow Inspirante as well at Inspirante underscore education. And follow our podcast on Spotify at Inspirante Education. Thank you for listening. See you on our next podcast coming soon.